Beloved viewers, welcome back to Dungeons & Dingnuts. It has been far too long since we have been in our primary campaign here. And here we are. All of us, the whole gang is here. We're ready to not rob libraries and to, uh, yeah, primarily that. <laughs> uh, that's from the DM. Now that, now that he's here, it probably won't happen. Yeah. Uh, if you don't understand, there was a whole thing off cameras that happened about a library that will not happen this time. Alternative holding. Oh. There was a lot of stuff that happened off screen that is being retconned today. Yes. But that's not relevant for any of y'all. Yeah. Alright, so we wait, got wait a second. What? We have an ad. Oh no. Oh yes. Oh no. No, 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 challenges appear. Yes, we have an advertisement, which I realize we could have been doing this from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um because the advertisement comes from the platform which I use to um promote the podcast, which is Spotify for Podcasters. Um literally has all the tools that you need to make a podcast itself. So you can just upload your audio, or if you want to be fancy, you can upload a video to it as well. So you can have a video podcast on Spotify. It's completely free, no charges, no catches whatsoever. And you can add stuff like this that we're doing here, of an advertisement, place it in there. It makes podcasts so easy. Um, it originally was called Anchor, and that's what me and Reggie used. May he rest in peace. Reggie. He's not dead, he's just not with us. He's just gone. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, Reggie. But that's what we used oh, to begin oh, with, and it has helped a lot. It also has its own audio stuff, so it has music in there. It's generic, but it's good to help you get started. It also has a ton of videos of helping you up your game to let you know how to get more subscribers, how to increase the listen retention rate of your videos. It has a bunch of neat tips and tricks to make your podcast go from zero to hero. So, if you want to make your own podcast, check out Spotify for Podcasters on the App Store or the Google Play Store, or you can check it out online at the same website name. So, if you want to make your own podcast like we have here, then go Spotify for Podcasters.com. We have an ad, guys! No! Oh, I really actually want to we make finally a made it, guys. Now. Finally made it. Hey, and you know that it's, it's actually a good thing that we're, we should be encouraging, because we use it ourselves. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And next, Matt from Skillshare. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, Matt from Square. <laughs> NordVPN. <laughs> Wait, I have a sponsor. We're getting there, guys. We'll get those ads. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Back to the review. All right, so yeah, recap for real now. Okay, so <laughs> last time, Menorah has been wreaking havoc in Elastine for quite, quite a while now. But our players finally get smart. They stop trying to fight against her and instead try to stop running around and going in circles following her random goose chases and start trying to think about what she's going for, what her goals are, and successfully encounter her and confront her in a place where she can't run. They fight, defeat her, capture her, and moments before she is finished off by Burning Whisper, Kiwaskivi steps in to stop her her from dying. Oh, <laughs> there is... <laughs> Wait, man, you cut off her leg, dude. Oh, uh, I didn't kill her, though. <laughs> yeah, that's why well, I stepped in. No, I walked away. <laughs> because he stepped in. No, because I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, 
going to disagree. We're just going to deny Burning Whispers murders and death. Oh, it was there. I just. <laughs> okay, I'm moving on back to the better way. On the recap, um, we get the city starts going back to normal. The lady mayor, after being <coughs> mind manipulated for so long, is no longer in oh, yeah. condition to be ruling the city, and so is taking a leave of absence. At which point, your friend, the captain of the guard, Bandon, is stepping in to help with the administration for a little while. Sylph is. No longer critically injured, and Mr. B is alive. Yes. And that is where we're going to pick up. You guys are basically in a debrief room after having taken care of all the things. Um, Q walks out after having a conversation with Nora. What would you guys like to do? Q Skeevy. What did she say in there? Frick. <laughs> <laughs> she. I think I remember. I also gave her a glass of wine. Don't forget that. Yeah, yeah, the very fine. The, the fine. Very, very fine. That was stole from the castle. Nice. <laughs> that was awesome. Anyways. She is confused. I'm still down at the bar. Did right? she confused yeah. about what? She seemed very not confused about trying to kill us. Well, she's confused now. What did you do? <laughs> if I'm being honest, I'm confused myself. But I saved her life, I believe. <coughs> Interesting. Okay. No, yeah, that was mainly my question of... I mean, what did she say? Did she mention anything that could help us figure out if there's anything next? I don't know. Would you like to roll a history check to give DM tips? <laughs> <laughs> oh my man. Seven. You've never been this because of like personal history that literally just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you using metal dice? Metal dice never roll good. Yeah, they do. Watch this. That's a 19. That's 19. Wow, okay, I stand corrected. <laughs> Forgive me, dice angels, I guess. <laughs> Alright. So. The dice gods are abundant. Sorry. Sacrilegious. I am. I am. am. (laughs) But yes. um, So, um, you remember, thinking back to your conversation with Venora, which unfortunately in real life time was over a month ago, um, you talked with Venora about the worth of a life. That's right. You also, and she did mention a couple of things that could be useful to you. One, she mentioned that since she has failed, she will likely be on the. She will be on the bad list for her previous employers. Just the fact that she kind of ruined her reputation. She failed, and that's pretty serious offense for her sergeant. employer. Mm-hmm. And also because she may not know exactly what she knows, but she might know things. That Wait, so it was a month ago. Yeah, a month plus. Yeah. I really took a leave of absence, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but continue back up. No more time. No more. Off time now. So, yeah. In one last bit relevant. Oh, I thought you meant their game. No. No, no, I was like, what happened? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The whole library. All right. The library. All right. Okay, so. The last thing, her employer was Gabriel, and he hired her to kill the ambassador, the mayor, and a... 
if possible, completely, and just like in general, those two things are a goal to throw Elsie in a complete conflict and get a war going on between Dragonlord and Salem Milken and the corp, the organization. I relay this information. <laughs> oh, also, in addition to being confused. No, no. Gideon or Gabriel? Gabriel. 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 Okay. Did I say Gideon? No, you said remember. <laughs> Gabriel was her employer. That makes sense. She was hired to kill the leaders here to start. <laughs> well, war definitely would have caused a riot. I don't know else. what his plan is. Interesting. Well, as much as I'd love to find out more from her, I'm tired, beaten, and bruised, and I cannot find Burning Whisper. So I think we call it a night and rest. Where are we supposed to go talk with Mr. B? Um, Mr. B is currently in the band. Yes. We shall. <coughs> what I think I can do with this? I hurt. <laughs> yeah, sorry I kind of let you out there, buddy. <laughs> it was okay. Just, just gonna start walking, talk down towards the tavern. Yes. So I will walk back, taking little sips of what I consider grape juice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you want to get some actual grape juice? Diego could give you some. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so you head back to the tavern. As you are heading out, a servant is going to run up to you. They're dressed in a messenger's uniform and going to hold out a note to Flynn, I believe. Um, I'm a little late for message me- messages. I just delivered the messages like I'm, I'm hired. Have a great day. You're gonna run off. I really want to have sleep tonight. I'm just gonna like put it in my bag. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, I just want to sleep. I know if I read that thing, it's gonna keep me up all night. All right. Well, in that case, without reading the note, the urgent notes, you head down to the tavern, or not very urgent. It didn't say it was urgent, but without reading the note, you head down to the tavern and get a good night's sleep. You all take a long rest. Yes? Uh, I still go back to the boat and sleep there, but after hearing his information, I'm just gonna lie there in bed and just... Gosh dang it. <sighs> to get up and make my way towards the prison cell to Venora. Which, I am still there, if you recall. I was I was wanting to stay there a century ago. Oh, okay. Making sure that nothing happens. Cool. And until you turn officially turn her over to the authorities, like, she is considered to be under your jurisdiction, mm-hmm. so you will have to do that at some point. I know, I, I do plan to do that All right, today. Alright, so, Flynn, you go up, and you sit, before Q sees you, you see him down the hall. Over there. Does this guy ever sleep? Gosh. He looks, he does look like he's kind of nodding up. Like, his head is kind of tilted down. There's a chair. I'm gonna look over to my right, like, Finn, check out if he's actually asleep. All right, so is Finn? But so, would you like to give Finn more instructions, or would you like me to chew on it? <laughs> I give him specific instructions. What are you going to tell him? Finn, go check if he's asleep, but don't wake him up. 
Just see, just don't do anything that would let him know that you were there. Got it, buddy? Got it. Don't steal anything. <laughs> don't got it, what can I do? <laughs> don't got it, what do I do? Just check his pulse. Or not check his pulse. That would be okay, if he runs <laughs> off and straight down the hall as soon as you say check his pulse. Um, just gonna walk there. Finn runs up and then immediately encounters a problem. Heavy armor is not easy to get a pulse under. <laughs> so, um, Q, I don't know if you're asleep or not, but if you are, if you were not, you notice this. Um, you just see Finn the monkey run up, look at you, considering, and then he's gonna climb up your chair and like go straight for like, like start crawling on your shoulder like cautiously and like reach out for your neck. Steal. <laughs> It's iron right there. He reaches out just like... And Q makes no moves. Telepathic communication. Yeah, he doesn't have a pulse. I think he's dead, so he's not watching anymore. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, this is fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. I'm just gonna walk up towards it. I'm just gonna try to listen to him. Are you any, like, like, breathing or anything? Just... Signs of life. There's no, there's no breathing sounds coming from you, you and which you, which you realize is normal. You don't really ever hear me breathing. I'm very quiet. I have a very good ventilation system. I guess I don't know. Okay, I think he's. <laughs> I think he's Not fine. Right I hope he's fine. Finn, stay with him, please. I'm gonna okay. go inside. Let me know if, if it gets worse. I'm just gonna head inside. <laughs> All right. So we'll cut to what happens later. Yeah. All right. My <laughs> monkey. <laughs> you should never have let given me. You should never have, the way you rolled it played in the beginning. I've taken that and run with it, and I will continue to do so. All right. So, um, you enter the room. As you do, Venora is still handcuffed and sitting on a chair, and there, like, she appears to have fallen asleep on the table. Just gonna. Oh, one last note about this. Like, I'm Q. Have you done anything to try to confiscate all of her gear and such? Didn't we do that like right as we left her? Yes, you said that you did, but like, what did you do? I want to hear specifics now because this could be extremely relevant. Pat her down and take anything that might feel like pokey. All right, cool. Or you have not taken human. Okay. Roll a search check for me. First, I would like perception. Okay. Perception is a dirty twenty. All right, cool. Thank you. Right. I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm just gonna give it like a light, uh, like a light tap. Not nothing to like shock her awake, but just a gentle. Okay. As soon as you up. do, like she's going like jerk awake and like make a grab for your wrist. I. I'm coming here on friendly terms. Just holding up a cup of um, the wine. I came to talk. She releases your wrist and like leans back. She's no cuffed. Actually, yeah, you notice that immediately. She is no longer cuffed. It looked like she was, but she is not. <laughs> That's, That's exciting. Why I'm staying here, guys. <laughs> Just That's because she's still in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Just, so I see chains don't hold you down. 
What do you want? I'm sorry about the leg. It's not fun losing a limb. She eyes your arm and eye and skins it. Like, it's like, did you ever really recover the, recover to be back to normal? Not really, no. It still feels off every now and then, but it's the best you can do with replacements. Never because the original, but you make do. friend said you said that uh, Gabriel won't be happy about you returning back empty handed. What exactly is his plan? I couldn't tell you a lot. He wants a war between the two major powers over here. He wants to help Yabel's forces move further through the Dragon Sea. Take out the current dragonlord up here. Do you know where he's going to be next? Gabriel has been staying mostly in Austral for a while, down south of the Dragon Sea. I don't know if you ever visited down there. I wouldn't particularly recommend it for your sword. Not rough enough. <laughs> but <laughs> Tango. The fact that you said tango. <laughs> <laughs> I, tango I don't know who else he sent, but I know he has sent others to do other things. Um, he's working for Yabel right now. He's the leader of his fleet. Because of that, has to help further his goals. Why did he give you so much information about me and the others? How does he even know I'm still alive? Uh, he doesn't know you're alive. I found that out myself. And have you reported it to him? No, I didn't have any chances to send any communications back. I was going to after, right after the party, but... Looks down and gestures at the room around here. And would sending that information put you in good graces with him? Or would that just sentence you to death? Probably not. He probably doesn't even care that you're... He probably would barely even care that you're alive. Yeah. Prefers it if his victims stay alive. No, just going to point out your arm and eye. Those two might annoy him. I mean, I annoyed you, so I hope I can annoy him too. It's a working charm. Why didn't you insist on killing me? As much of a pain that you've been, I'd rather not end someone's life early. So you're going to just turn me over to the authorities or are going to just toss me over the edge anyway? I don't trust you as far as I can throw you. Probably a good decision. I also don't want you to lose more than you're ready to lose to Gabriel.
Anything else that you want to ask Ben? Because if not, I'd rather like to die with the four nights of sleep. Who says you have to die? I think that the death sentence in organization for health territories would probably account for that. Well, currently, if my memory serves me right, it's only been a few hours. We hold the rights for your arrest. So you're technically in our custody. And? If you try to get me out, bring me out of organization territory, you'll be considered harboring a fugitive. Besides, like you said, why on earth would you trust me further than you can tell me? And sorry, miss, sorry, smart boy, but those skinny arms aren't going to toss me very <laughs> I'm not intending to toss you. But maybe Q can toss you. When you mention Q, she's just going to like seem to zone out for a moment. Just, that's about it. Like, then back in for a moment, so I said, is there anything else that I want to know? If you were given a second chance, a chance to be better, would you take it? What is it with you guys and asking that question? Big guy asked it. I don't know. I guess it's just second chances are nice. Maybe not for everyone, but it's worth giving a shot. And so you think two pep talks is enough to turn around a lifetime of choosing to choosing to end lives to the highest bidder? Honestly, I didn't know he gave you a pep talk beforehand, so didn't know two was going to do the job. I have nowhere to go. I'm going to die either by the law's hands or by Gabriel's at some point. I appreciate the concern. And when she says that, like, if like it's that you feel like you hear like a slight tone of mockery in it, but just like, but at the same time, just like you suddenly start getting a feeling that like what she's saying is 100% true. Like, you don't get it from anything that she's showing. Like, she appears to be putting on the best performance of, like, mockery of you that you can see, but something tells you that that is nothing more than just that performance. Well, if you do have a second thought about it, you might know where to find us then. And I'm just gonna leave out and just... Also, don't... Don't try to escape. Please. And just leave. <laughs> Alright. Before you leave, meanwhile, while you're staring outside, um, where do you keep your valuables? I stay thin. Shh. My mental focus isn't there. Probably... I mean... The values mean like coins? Probably, Anything valuable. That I mean, I've got my maul on my back. Something that a monkey could carry. <laughs> <laughs> so not the maul or my shield or my hammer or like anything that's actually valuable. Maybe some gold coins, which I think I had nine. <clears throat> or eight or seven. I don't have much. Alright, Finn is going to try to mine them and steal them. Are you awake? 
And noticing, or... As he moves towards it, I am just going to just grab him. And that's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to hold him in place. And then slowly release him onto my leg. And then put my hand back and resume my position. Alright, in that case, Flynn, as you come out, you see Finn sitting very calmly and well-behavedly on King's <laughs> leg. You've never seen him so well-behaved. I guess my pep talk did do the job. <laughs> Feeling good. And just like, with seeing that, thinking that he did it, it's going to pull out of the bag. He's like, I think I can read that letter now. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright, you open the letter and you see at the, you see Captain Flynn. Thank you for your assistance tonight. I apologize that I'm not able to attend you and your friends tonight. I hope that I will be able to see you tomorrow to be able to discuss why it is that I I gathered you together. Mr. B. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Hug it in and head to bed. Alright, cool. Head to bed. Everyone take a long rest and restore all your hit points. Yes, hour. Can I try and work with any Alexandrite that I have to make some earrings? Where you do not currently have any, where are you going to get? Actually, wait, how are you looking for Alexandrite? I don't remember you acquiring any. I was, well, never mind. I can do it the next day. How are you? Just tell me what you're doing. So, like, subscribe to me because you may be able to get some. <clears throat> I'm going to look for patrons that might have any sort of Alexandrite jewelry. All right. Uh, you do not find any of the patients all that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll right. do it. You might actually acquire some. Alright, legal. Legal way. The legal way. Alright, sweet. Alright, you wake up long rest. What would you guys like to do now? You're all at the tavern. Uh, all Diego and mine tavern. I woke up after doing my morning stretches and I pulled up to the tavern. I think Q will still be at the. Yeah, Alright, you are outside of Nora's cell. We will get to you in a moment. Yeah. What do you three want to do? Like, <sighs> a good breakfast. Yeah. Morning whisper. Where were you last night? Well, <laughs> I was here. Drinkers. Drinking juice. Drinking juice. Kind of juice. Diego comes out with Diego um, special. Diego comes out with like three trays, like places them out in front of you. It looks incredible, like a huge breakfast breakfast hash. It looks like the eggs were like cooked with the bacon, so like they're full of the grease. It's, it's well, so unhealthy, but so good. Or, I mean, there's worse things. There are worse things, there but worse not things. much for your arteries. <laughs> As so, like he's going to put them out. He's going like puts out like drinks in front of like drinks in front of you. It's orange juice. We'll start pulling out the the gold person. Just how much is this, Diego? On the house. Going to go, and it's just like before, like gonna like put the plates out, grab the trays, and like go back and back and get her cooking some more. I, I just kind of ignore what happens and just start loading up a lot of food and just start chowing. <laughs> you guys need to do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, you did see same Sealy last session. Like, he's That's grateful. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Just gonna. So, um, last night there was a messenger came by, gave me a, a letter. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. Today? It's from Mister, from Mister B. He uh, wants to meet us. He wants to talk about some things, I guess. Hmm. As you're discussing, a living bush walks up and just like drapes itself over Flynn's shoulders for no reason. <laughs> 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 it's like that culture just. 
There's a spider on your door. It's a bush. <laughs> it's just a bush, like, oh. It's gonna look around for Seely. Seely is under the table. Hi. Her little old view of her comes Hi. This one. This one yours. A little bronze floating village is just gonna be like. Back to relevant business. This is relevant. Wholesome moments is great. Alrighty. It's like, oh, also, besides that, I figured something out, guys. The boat. It folds. Mm. What? <laughs> Pulls out a little box. It just looks this like is the box. boat. No, it's Give not. it to me. No. Cougar, <laughs> <laughs> your curiosity will get us killed. <laughs> Hell, it, I mean, if the grinder was smart, they'd put some sort of safety system on it, right? It's. It will open on a certain word of which I know. So can you tell me? No. No. I'm putting this away. Where it seems to be. No, no, it's, it's fine. What about me, guys? Put it in my bag. Sorry, just hold my head to it. All right, I responsible just... adults. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm waiting for Venora to wake up, like the sound when right. first starting to do the stuff, and also waiting. I'm hoping that maybe they'll come as well because you know I, they know where we are. Well, he doesn't. I would. They know where we are, and like I, they know this is probably a pressing matter of you know the fact that I have a prisoner who probably we shouldn't have walked around outside because she's really dangerous unless we're like taking the guards or something. You know. Okay. Alright, cool. Good. So, anyone cast chaos? There's children. That's the fifth one, that's what we can't do. I know. Nice. <laughs> nice. It's, it's, it's pronounced weird. Yes? Alright, cool. So, I would go to children, children now, apparently, since you're now distinguishing this way. <laughs> 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 you all are short. The, the monkey, by the way, is on your shoulder right now. Okay. I have the most hair, probably. <laughs> But can you get down from there and go tell Q Skeevy we're going to Mr. B? Okay. Runs off. I don't don't steal anything. He is no longer in the room. Just mentally, just don't steal anything. I don't think you're monkey. You hear a laughing sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you hear. <laughs> just, uh. I wonder what he'll find this time. I'm scared. Fine. <laughs> Very large quotation marks. <laughs> I'm scared of what he finds. I look forward to the day that I get you guys in trouble by having the monkey steal something important. <laughs> good day. He comes back with the declaration of independence. <laughs> 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 no. Comes back with a dragon tooth. And like, there's still blood on the end of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's kind of good. No, he doesn't actually do that, but that would be funny. Okay, cool. Just gonna. Take the food, keep eating it, and then as soon as these two are done, <laughs> head up to Mr. B's and where Q is. Alright, so you guys head on up. <sighs> Q, after a little while, Finn shows up. He has some very pretty earrings in his ears that you do not remember him owning. I, 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 and like, in his ears, I mean, like, they're stuffed into his ears. They're not, like, hanging. Like, he stuffed them into his ears. I'm gonna lean towards him. I do not believe that's how you wear those. Mm-hmm. Never mind. <laughs> what, is, what is it? Let's say uh, say they're coming. 
Excellent. That I saw the way to <laughs> The monkey has talked in front of you and you before, but not you. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that is not what Flint said. <laughs> uh oh. Is that not what he said? He said we're going to see Mr. B. Uh, well, Finn got distracted. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh shoot. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Maybe maybe they'll find me somehow. Oh, also. Big, the big fun artificer guy was going to see you guys this morning. Where? Mm-hmm. That does not prove very useful. But I appreciate you telling. I went to the prison first. To check in on Q. Alright, cool. You guys arrive and find Q at the prison. Okay. <laughs> We're going to... He, you, first, when you see him, he sit in that position again. But when he, but when he sees you guys under, he sits up. You can just... just He's not dead. <laughs> you haven't spent much time around Q, have you? No, it's been like three days. Um, it runs over towards you and puts something in your bag of holding. What? I'm going Why to... am I the one getting framed for all of this? <laughs> <laughs> He's been doing this for days. Can I reach in and try and guess what he just put in there? Uh, it looked like two shiny silver looking things. You reach in and pull it out and they're like, they're, it's a pair of silver earrings. Are there any jewels? There are. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe I had a stroke of luck. No, no, he, did, he didn't steal the exact thing that you want. <laughs> I'm going to lean over and I'm going to say, next time you steal something, make sure it has some sort of gemstone. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Just don't get caught. And I didn't tell you that. If you have a roll stealth check for roll for doing that secretly. <laughs> have you heard any news from Venora? With disadvantage because you're leaning over to talk to a She's in silence. It's not much worse. Okay. Is she still in there? Oh, I had disadvantage yes. on stealth anyway. Um, That's good. Double disadvantage. She's, she's a stealthy one. Indeed she is. That's why I sit in front of the phone. Huh. Not like blocking it. Like <laughs> Close button. enough, yeah. Okay, I see. Alright, you haven't seen, no, you have seen nor heard any sign of Nora all night, except for, yeah, his visit. And she's gone. I open the door, I, I knock and then open the door. Alright, Menora is sitting at the chair, she appears to be handcuffed. <coughs> I want to look and see if the cup I left there is still there, or if there's shards. It's still there. Okay. <coughs> Just good morning, Menora. <laughs> Morning. Did you make any comments about her handcuffs last night? To you? No, at all. Okay. Just double check. I'm gonna say. Actually, he did he say like you. that chains don't hold you. Yeah. So I am gonna check them real quick. Uh, she's definitely faking them being on. I'm just gonna kind of <laughs> like stare at her for blind for a few seconds. If you wouldn't mind, at least for I don't even enter this room. I'm still just standing outside somewhere. All right, cool. You're standing outside of it. And I'm going to take her out by the arm. Not like painfully, but not like gently. Like just enough that I'm making sure she ain't going anywhere. All right, she is cooperating for now. Okay. But I'll hold her nicely. All right, cool. Where are you going? Where is Mr. B meeting us? One second. <laughs> Scanning the letter. Does not say. 
You know, it says we should meet him over at the um the office. That that's where he is. Which office? Inside he's referring to the. <laughs> How obvious is it that he's captain? Knowledge roll deception check. If he rolls too high, you guys don't even get a roll insight. I'm not that great at deception. You got decent charisma. I have decent charisma, but Flynn does not like to lie that much. Uh, Fourteen. All right, you may roll an inside check if you wish. <laughs> oh, I rolled that one. <laughs> He's telling the truth. <laughs> I rolled a nat two. <laughs> what do I roll an investigation for? That? No insights. Insights. Oh, insights. Oh, what's that? So I got a fourteen. Barely. All right. If anybody's burning whispers, like you're set. The burning whisperer, you feel like he's sus. I'm just gonna not say anything. All right, cool. You two are utterly convinced. Yeah, just at the um, the guard the guard office uh, is where you should be. Which guard office? This is where I just peer into your eyes. I'm just gonna just kind of look away. Just gonna look back and just like don't just like my eyes just like don't say anything. Finn sensing your anxiety is going to jump up on Birdie Whispers or sword and start like playing with it. Uh, he like he, like he's getting awfully close to the actual hilt and touching it. Uh, I was just about to. He's like, the, the, why are you asking so many questions? Just go. I have the letter, okay? You're just going to start walking. Let us be off. All right, you are off. Where are you going? To the guard post. All right, you head to the guard post where you got the information about the bounties and all that stuff. Um, There are some new postings up. You only notice that, know that vaguely. As you're walking, there. Well, what you know is that there seem to be an awful lot of piracy things right now. But yeah, that's about it. Um, Where's Bandit? Um, Secretary is going to look up at you and say, "Pardon, Bandit. Where is he? He is upstairs in his office, taking care of the garrison and city business. I would like to speak with him immediately." Let's out a big sigh, puts down her quill and book, and she's going to stand up with none too hurriedly, and she's going to walk it, walk it, like, walk it behind her desk and then up some stairs. After a minute, she's going to come back down, she's going to say, he's waiting for you. Up two flights, door straight ahead, and then to your left. Does she, does she notice the prisoner I'm carrying here? She, she does. She behaved exactly like this when she went to ask information about bounties also. Man. <laughs> Anyways, we go. I guess. I'm at my job, doesn't mean I have to like it. <laughs> Don't pay me enough for this. I'm in the back, he's always Don't pay me enough staring at me. Do shambles. <laughs> we go up to the Bandon's room. Alright, you go up to Bandon's office, knock on the door, you get, come in! Alright, you walk in, Bandon is sitting in a veritable maze of paperwork. Like, I, like it looks like an actual maze. And just like he's at the back on the desk with like two huge stacks of papers, he's going to say, "Ah, oh, my friends!" He's going to stand up like he seems extremely relieved to see you. And then like you hear like <clears throat> someone clears their voice in the corner. You see a guard. He's just sitting there and just like watching. He's going like gestures at like takes another stack of paperwork, adds it to the maze. He's going to look at him like man. It's just like a glare at this guard with every. <laughs> Ounce of malice in the world. Like murderous intent is detected towards this guard, and like the guy's going like a little smug grin, and then like Ben sits down. He's going to say, 
How can I help you? I'm like, is there a point to this labyrinthian library you're assembling? I didn't think capturing a criminal like this required this much paperwork. Catching a criminal doesn't. The Lady Mayor, being in a state of exhaustion and sickness and unable to do her job, means that I am the now top-ranking official of the city. Which means I have my job, her job, as well as the jobs of everyone that was injured in the incident, which was a shockingly large number of high-level officials. Well, I do apologize for the inconvenience. Venora's just like, at, like you feel Venora's like, kind of like shrink down a little bit as he says that, and he like he glares directly at her. Mm-hmm. We have Venora, as you see. Yes. So. I believe, so are you here to collect her reward, the reward for our capture then? I see no other way to fill the wall. Alright. Um, he is going to uh, write down, like reach over for a blank piece of paper, like write something out. He's going to like stand up and like navigate, so, like quickly navigating through this pile of stuff. It's not a very hard maze, it's just like, clear his guard secretary has a sense of humor and wants to like make sure he realizes his job is important. And he's going to like come over, he's going to hand it over, he's going to say, Turn this into secretary, she'll make sure that you get your reward. I believe it is 1,000 gold pieces for her capture. And what will become a fruit? He's going to look at her and he's going to say, If you'd like to, I'm happy to discuss that with you if you'd like, but I cannot do so in front of the prisoner. It's fine, I'll take her out. I nod and release her from my grip. I step into the room. You haven't been in the room yet? Well, I was just kind of like on the edge, but now I'm coming to like. Should walk past just. Alright, cool. Just holding on to her for the moment. We'll be back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually gonna go with him. Just yeah, to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have a girlfriend, mind you, okay? She, she's gonna look down and to like, just like, you hear just like a very muttered comment under her breath. Probably a good idea. Skinny arm's gonna keep you here if you want to try it. Um, <laughs> the Moving speed of 40. Uh-huh, so, yeah. Um, the door closes behind you and he's going to say, man is going to turn to you and he's going to say, reach in, like, go back to his desk, reach over and, like, grab a like, file and go say, Menora is guilty of many extreme crimes, including set 13 confirmed high-profile assassinations, as well as some that are suspected but not confirmed. According to organization law, she is respond- she is guilty of multiple capital crimes and would normally be pushed over the edge. Normally, you say. I personally am of the opinion that such capital punishments are wasteful. Oh. I am of the order of redemption. I believe that everyone should have a chance of redemption and suffering. And I've been given an opportunity to grant the through the help of our new friend, Mr. B, the ambassador. He has... He said he has some business with her that he would like to discuss. 
something that could put her unique knowledge and skills to use without allowing her to do and keep her safe As part of the, he has requested those services by my request as part of the negotiations, a favor, if you could say, to him in the court of his own endeavors on paper, though it's more of a, just an opportunity to be able to give her one last chance. I'm in favor of this decision. In that case, we have the last thing that we needed for that. He's going to like pull down, pull out paper out of it. It's like, may I get your signature, please? Uh, how do I get over there? Um, I, uh, I, I, I navigate the maze. <laughs> All right, you get over there, you sign it, and the Nora is now officially in guard custody. Well, not guard custody, in Bandit's custody. Okay. All right. So, is there anything else I can help you with today? I do not believe so. <laughs> All right. Well, well. <laughs> um, where can we find Mr. B? Ah, uh, yes, he's in the guest quarters in the mansion. I can pr- provide an escort for you. He's going to like. Uh, I can escort you there. It's like the guard over. It's like <clears throat> you hear lad clearing of his throat from the side. Something to say. I can have a guard escort you, help you find your way. And before you leave, I'm going to hold, just hold out his hand to you. Hold out his hand to you. His large hands. <laughs> he has large hands. Gonna grip him, just like grip you and like say, "Thank you for all your assistance here. Should there ever be any way I can return your favor, you can count on me as an ally." I'm going to like turn to you also, Bernie Whispers. Going to say, "Same goes to you, my friend." You ever need you? You always have a home here, so long as you can keep the more chaotic of the group under control. <laughs> he's talking about you. No, he's not. <sighs> Two of the five members of the party are, the, are, are specifically in line right now. <laughs> Two of the five. <laughs> <laughs> I was counting Finn. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, let's be on the same level as a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're all you're, you're, you're the least problematic of those. <laughs> I didn't hear that. <laughs> well, well, so, we're done. Um, you take your leave. A guard is assigned to lead you to Mr. B's quarters. Okay. Um, open up the door to say, Nora, you're not in our custody anymore. And I just kind of walked down the stairs. Mm-hmm. She is going to, like, just watch you as you walk past them. Uh, we'll walk in and join and go with Bandit now, I guess. I'm going to nod to her as she passes, so just like a slight. That's it. Alright, so, and with that, Venora is officially out of the top, out of the session. We shall see if we ever meet her again, and if she causes more problems. <laughs> I'm just going to slip her some snacks as well as I walk past Alright, as you do that, she's going to look at it and it's like, look at it, like, she just like, you feel, she feels like you press it and like, like, bite it, like, she seems to like, grab it, like, looks at it, it's like, it's like an egg. <laughs> it's like a fry egg. It's a hard It would be like a bag of, like, mixed nuts. 
Probably. She's going to, like, she looks at it and then like, looks up at you, Nugra, and is like, for the first time since, like, she's been captured, like, you see her get, like, give a slight smile, and then the door closes. She sure, looks nuts. <laughs> well, actually, right before you see the door close, like, you see her just, like, pull out one and just, like, toss it. Just, like, hey. Alright, door closes. Alright. So, you are led to Mr. B's office, and as soon as you, the, the guard knocks on the door, and as soon as you, like, just, like, literally the instant as Miss makes contact with the door, like, the door opens, Mr. B opens the door, and like, says, Welcome, my friends, please come in. Impressive time. <laughs> um, thank you, my good sir, you may be on your way. Pass the guard on his back, on his back, like, hands him a little coin, like, like, immediately turns back, like, He's very fast-paced in almost everything he does. Man, he's got ADHD. <laughs> Not as bad as Silk. Matching Dunger's face. Literally. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, he's going to, like... Mr. B looks very, quite similar as to the way you saw him first. Like, he's not wearing the suit anymore, but like, he still has the brass-colored vest and the cane with a dragon's head on it. He's going to, like... As soon as you guys enter, he's going to give you... Uh, Deep, extravagant get bow with a flourish, and he is going to say, Thank you, my friends, for seeing me this morning. It, you have no idea how much of a relief it is to be able to speak with you rather than the political officials of the city. <laughs> no comment. Now, we have much to discuss. I imagine that you have questions. Quite a few, but uh, if you have something to start off, I'd be great. Yeah, like, <laughs> like what we're gonna do next. Well, or if they even you uh, have recovered the sword, I trust. I pull it out. I believe we showed you this before once, haven't we? No, that was about glasses. Oh yeah, that's right. Just pulls the sword and step, take a few uh, steps back. Mister B is going like very carefully walks forward and looks at it. I kind of casually just fat, like. Rush to kind of hand it to him a little bit. As soon as you do that, like he's going to take a full large step back. He's going to say, "I like you, cannot. I like your friends. Who prefer to avoid touching us." Oh, this is a huge radius of all of us far away from you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I just put it away. Yes, the last person to touch that blade, well, drove him quite mad. Oh, I believe that you met him. Really? Yes. His name was Thomas, one of my close friends and best men. Best one of the best yes. treasure hunters I ever met. The drill. You knew him as Old Man Jim. Ah. Even his name right. was forgotten by the people that he was right. Good man. <laughs> For the five minutes we knew. Oh, I, I spent the whole evening with him. Oh. I literally like saw. Like I'm not lying. Well? We all watched him die. Come on. Well, like he's going, like he's going to say, well, yes, it's quite unfortunate. But there's no time to dwell on the past. We must move forward, and forward your path forward. I believe is going to be quite an interesting one. Here, please take a seat. Would you like some tea? Like holds up, like uh, like holds up a like raises a hand and just like a uh, like little teapot floats up. And so, like, a, like a little tray rolls forward with cups on it. No what kinds of tea? No, no, no. I'll be okay. Ah, uh, good question. I prefer. I just have the simple mint tea, something to help wake you up. 
Mm. Nothing too special. I don't think so. Ah, yes. And of course, he, like, he get gestures to the mage hand for some. All my expenses are paid, covered by the organization. So being able to stick to the big corporations is always a plus. <laughs> um, and so Mr. B is going to like sit down, he's going to say, and then like as it does like all the flamboyance and like extravagance is like going to seem like drain out of him since you get significantly more serious. Now, on to business. Duger. Yes? What do you know about gemstones oh. and magic items? Oh. And quite a bit. You, you can infuse gemstones with different types of magic and make magic items out of them and do lots of really cool stuff. Lots of explodey things. Yes, many explodey things and many things even more useful than explodey things. Ghetto, yes. I, myself, am an artificer of some small scale. Not as much as I would wish. Honestly, you may your skills in some areas may very well surpass mine. What I do quite excel in is my acquisition of magic items to study. He gestures at himself and like at his gray hair and graying hair. He's like, I'm not a young man. I've had quite enough, but in my years, I have taken advantage of the time in order to collect trinkets to study. Your friend Sylph is one of my close associates. In fact, I have invited her to join us later today. She and I have some more business to attend to. But, in recent years, I have ceased looking for some of the more, the more mundane magic items, no matter how rare they may be. And instead of become looking into a specific type of item, magic stones. On the like, he's going to reach over on like over a platter that's on the tea card that he holds over. He's going to pull it off. And on, on it, there is the largest gemstone that you have ever seen. Mm. Super clear, super large. He's going to gesture at Duger. Would you like to take a look? I would love to. He per- he pulls out like from a bag, like pulls out a set of gems tools. Don't that you look at. Don't do anything. <laughs> it's too big to steal. <laughs> Do like a locking, like a locking thing, as if to like lock Finn in his pocket dimension. Just... <laughs> you notice that Finn is not currently in his pocket dimension, and is looking very large. Look at it. You stuff him in there and lock it in there. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna take this Eula tools, very close inspection, looking at it like. Right. This thing is one of the largest pieces of zircon you have ever seen. Actually, wow. the largest zircon you've ever seen, and it has the most perfect structure you've ever seen. Also. The crystalline structure is so perfect, like, you look at it and just, like, are imagining how long this thing can hold magic power, like, this would be the ultimate battery for a divination machine. And then, you just start noticing a couple of flaws in it, which stand up in such contrast to the perfect structure that, like, you're blown away by it. You start following those contrast, those flaws, and you notice that they're not, that the flaws make a pattern and form into a magic circle made out of the literal crystalline structure of the gemstone. Where did you get this? I found it inside of the hoard of the late Emperor Goldwing. You found? A small part you... of it. Not the whole thing. How do you make something like this? That is a question that I have been asking. One that I have yet to find the answer to. 
I don't know where this came from. I don't know who made it or the processes done. But it was clear to me as soon as I found it that this was one of the most powerful gemstones ever. I performed some experiments and discovered an interesting thing. When one comes in physical contact with a gemstone, one leaves their own field of vision. can show them many things. But nothing I ever saw was truly intelligible. Until one day when I came back after a set of failed experiments, the gemstone appeared to be calling to me, I guess would be the correct way of saying it. As he says that, just like all of you said, like, feel like, 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 as you say that, some of you feel like a surge of something, like a very faint attraction to the gemstone in the back of your heads. Like, you're not sure how long it's been there, but as soon as Mr. B mentions it, like, you're suddenly aware that it, like, you grow to be aware that it is there. This was around the time that I believe you, learning Mr. Burning Whisper, first began having your dreams. He's going to like gesture to all of you as like say like all of you, if you will, please place your hands on the gemstone. Burning Whisper, you first. Oh. Walk over there and slowly put my hand on it. All right, you lay your hand on it, and then and everyone else on top of your hand, and then suddenly all of you, your vision goes like you you suddenly can't see a thing. Actually, it's not just see; you can't sense anything. You feel, see, hear nothing. It's just like, what just like, complete lack of sensation. <laughs> so, <laughs> then, as you see it, you see a an odd thing. You see a blip of light. This blip rose, and suddenly you are looking out in the dragon sea. You are looking out over a series of sky, like a group of sky islands from bird's eye view. Looking down, you rise higher and higher, grow above it. At the same time, your vision seems to like feel like it zooms in. It's higher detail, detail. You can experience every single little detail. As you zoom in on animals, if you st- like you start experiencing their sensations. This perspective grows outward more and more, covering it, like, and yet at the same time, closer and closer, you get more and more close feelings and intimate feelings of the creatures that you see, the intelligent things. You feel the movement of the sky islands. You see, you see the entire dragons. It's too much for you to possibly comprehend, and as it's about, like, it feels like it's about to explode your minds. After a moment, the, after just a moment of that, your side of focus suddenly narrows down to a single island. You see no other islands in sight or signs of life. Suddenly, the top of the island explodes. A pair of absolutely enormous red wings appear as fire, ash, and the biggest and soot bent out of the top, quickly blotting out the sun. Out of the crater emerges the biggest dragon you have ever seen. Bigger than you have ever even heard of a dragon getting. Bigger than the largest ancient dragon recorded in history. So titanically enormous that you can barely take it in. The dragon roars. Your perspective zooms out. You see islands falling from the sky, ash blanketing the entire sea and beyond. 
You hear the screams of thousands of people, a single deafening voice, and every individual voice at the same time. And then, one by one, those screams are silenced. Suddenly, your vision splits, like it breaks down the center. One side, you see the dragon in destruction. On the other, you see the dragon sea as normal. Peaceful, the islands drifting through the sky in their chaotic, unpredictable patterns. Between the two, you see several shadowy individuals. You can't count exactly how many there are. The images are two in the sink, blurring together and separating regularly. Standing on a ship-like form. In their hands are glowing lights. Vague, the vague outlined impressions of items grasped in their hands. The flames on the side of destruction rush forward, and the shadowy figures rush to, forward to meet the two. The two collide, and cracks suddenly like hit on the on your vision. It's shattering like a spider web across it. In the instant before it shatters, you see the faces of four of the figures. Yuger, Kiwaskivi, Burning Westfer, and Flynn. And suddenly you're back in your bodies. This was the first time that the I was able to ever able to comprehend anything I saw in this gemstone. I have since seen it numerous times. I don't know exactly what it means. I don't know if it's literal, symbolic, or what. What I have come to determine is that the dragon sees in some sort of danger. And when on complete chance, one of my contacts mentioned you to me, Flynn, I did some personal research looking into you. And I discovered that one of the individuals that I could see truly did exist. Some further research discovered the other three of you. I don't know why you four were visible while the others were hidden. I don't know if it means that you will survive what is to come, whether it means that you are going to lead up the four the leaders of the, the others, you're going to be in the forefront of the action, or have some special role to play. But all I know is that you four are important. I've, in my studies, I've come to the theory that this gem here was a sacred artifact used to to see from the sight of the god of fate. Salzan sees all and sees all the paths. He knows the fates of all to travel this world. I believe that you four have a path set out in front of you. That your fates have been written to be able to be to have the potential to save this world. Or at the very least the dragon sea. Do you have any questions at this point? It's a lot of pressure to be putting on some strangers, not gonna lie here. I suppose that is fair. Though to me, you no longer feel as if you are my strangers. I apologize, but I've done as much research as I possibly could on you before. 
I know what sort of people that you are. The good, the bad, the law-abiding citizen, the chaotic miscreant, every part of it that is within you. It is something that is necessary. The interesting thing about fate is that while the path is written, it does not need to be followed. But I believe that you four have been chosen because you are capable of walking the path that Salzan sees is capable of being followed to save us. Potentially the only ones capable of walking said path. Now, I don't have much I can offer you, my assistance, in terms of financial power, magical prowess, or ally, or great warriors. But I would still like to be your patron. What I can offer you are contacts. I have one of the largest networks of connections across the Dragon Sea and further in many places. He's good. Like he's going to reach over into his back, into like a pocket, he's going to pull out, pull out a small box and open it up, and you see within it four rings. Each one has like a picture of a bronze dragon, I mean, brass dragon's head on it. I get those two mixed up a lot. That's fair. If you wish to, if you're willing to go beyond, to go and follow this path, I can ch- tell you more. I can show you more. I will grant you these. Anyone who, any of my connections that sees this, will offer you what assistance they can. And so, I strongly encourage you now, ask your questions. I have more to tell you. But if I if I can't trust you to do what is necessary, then I will have to go searching for the others. And I'll have to observe this information for you. Are you sure that you only saw us? Like no one else? You saw what I saw. Without variation. English is not my native language. <laughs> Manipulative is it to um to do that to that whole what? To manipulate it to make us see what with your knowledge of gems. Yeah. Do something like this is incredibly difficult. This is obviously a priceless item. It's it would never go for sale. Whoever has it would keep it. There's no way that it would fall in the someone's hands that would use it for evil. You believe the god Salzan is behind this vision? It is the only theory I can think of. This is beyond theory. more magic. Hmm. I've never seen something like this, even amongst the Lord of Dorgar. This is impressive. Fate is something Salzan takes seriously. What if one of us just walks away? Well, that is your choice. The path, fate is written by the, those that walk it. And so, should you walk away, perhaps that is part of the path that you must follow. Or perhaps we are all doomed. I will leave you to discuss. I understand that this is much taken. <laughs> <laughs> we can discuss. We can discuss. I want to discuss. I think that's a good idea. 
I like Duger is like just amazed right by that gemstone because it's like it's it's not possible for any mortal or any sort of elf or anyone to make it that. It has to be something from the gods. It has to be something. He, he, I'm willing to do what it takes to fulfill my role. It's obviously, there is a big I mean, I'm willing to help, but I'm not a the biggest fan of uh, Salzar or whatever you call Salzar. Yeah, that. And why is that? Well, not a not a big believer in the whole pre-written, predestined fate thing. He's not entirely in that realm. As he said, fate is something which you write. There is a suggested course of action, one which Salzan helps people realize at times. But I can see your points. I'm just saying. My past experience not haven't been the biggest I guess you could say fan of the gods. Doesn't mean I don't believe them or don't trust them, but it might take a little bit more time. As a cleric I can understand your sentiments. But I mean if teaming up, working together, doing this keeps the dragon seat or maybe the world safe. I'd like to do that as we're kind of the people that live in it. And I have people that I'd like to find and people I care about here. How can you just say that? Look, we're a bunch of just random people. How could you just say that? Huh? Some random pirate? Some sailor, not pirate. Some smiths? Whatever, me just some kid. How can you... kid with some extraordinary power? Literally zero power. I don't know. You're a pretty good dueler. Then you can wield a blade that no one else can. That's something special, obviously. Seems to mark you as separate and different. Fate has a perspective that we don't. What? Mark death. Well, I won't deny that if you fall off this path, it will be dangerous. And you clearly have seen your <coughs> experiences with death. <clears throat> would you have a? Would you rather have a guaranteed experience with death and roll over and not do anything, or would you rather try to do something about that? Maybe come up on top. There's really only two ways to think about this. Because what's going to happen is going to happen. We've heard to see people meddling and people trying to start wars. The size of that dragon is no joke. It is not. But obviously fate would not hit us against the because we will not be confident. Yeah, Salzar, right? Salzan. Salzan. It is a lawful good, correct? He's a good god. He is a neutral god in every sense of the word. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Follower of fates. Follower of fates. Yeah. 
I know him well. It... He would not want the destruction of the world. That is something that I think all neutral gods would agree on. So, I think that this is something that we must at least consider. Salzan believes in the cycle of things. Some things die so others may grow. A forest burns down so that new saplings can sprout. And then grow old. And the cycle continues. I didn't feel from the vision that the world would start. No, it does not seem that way. If we are to stop this dragon. I feel that it is necessary. I will do what I must. I and Mr. B is going to walk in as right now. Alright. <laughs> Just fix the camera here. Alright. So, have you decided? I will take a break. I'm just gonna reach in and grab a ring and pull on my finger. It barely fits. Yay dwarves. I will take one. I will have to modify this. He's going I will not affect I will not alter these insignia. He reaches out his hand his hand he reaches out a hand and just like the ring grows over the it grows into the so. And trick it into place. And like bites into the steel a little bit. There is padding. I understand you have concern. I do too, Burning Whisper. But I mean, you traveled with these guys before. I'm just gonna grab one of the rings and just I mean who says we have to die a second time and if you do die again it seems that I am helpful in preventing that from being any longer lasting you <laughs> not, not always, always. <laughs> I'm afraid I don't think that's very really helpful <laughs> my apologies no one will die. It's not how this works. If we make things work, we can change fate. Doesn't have to go through. Hand my hand out without saying anything. Place it in his palm. Grab my own. I guess we're doing this then. All right. Well. <laughs> All right then. On to business. And now is where I think it would be a good time to end part one of the session. <sighs> okay. Well, we shall return with part two after these breaks. And so, with our our valiant heroes have officially joined the main quest. Now, let us see, let us see, where, fate, let us see where fate leads them and what else is lying in store for our 
intrepid adventurers in part two are moderately enthusiastic adventurers. <laughs> <laughs> are adventurers? <laughs>